Ninja Turtle pencils are so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the Erasable Podcast. I am Timmy Von Wassum and I am joined as always by Andy and Johnny. And tonight for their pencil expertise, Caitlin and Caroline from CW Pencil Enterprise and on the Skype box. We are here to help you with all of your pencil related holiday gift giving. How's everybody doing? Great. Happy to be here. We've got Caroline and Caitlin here with us again. So if you two would introduce yourself, that'd be great. Hi, I'm Caroline. Hi, Caroline. I'm Caitlin. <laughs> We're hanging on by a thread over here in the pencil HQ. It's been a long day. It's a little loopy. Yeah. Are you down in the archives? We are in the pencil mines. Yes. <laughs> awesome. We're covered in graphite. <laughs> We're excited to have our, is this our third gift guide kind of episode? It's our third, like, you know, holiday episode, but like I don't holiday. I don't know if we've done it before. I assume we probably have, but... Yeah, I think we have, but... I have no idea. <laughs> it is that time of year. So I think last year it was just, like, Christmas cocktails. <laughs> yeah. Weird Christmas cocktails. We had, we had TJ on around Christmas last year, because we all talked about Star Wars. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That is true. I still haven't do seen that, that again. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Do that again. Let's just start over. And then, Johnny, we'll record it, and you just go watch The Force Awakens, and... We'll probably still be going on an hour and 45 minutes, so you can just <laughs> yeah. back after that. <laughs> just join us again. Uh, well, we're going to do our... I'm not that much of a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, and we're going to, later on, if you stick around, we're going to be talking about Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, which, Johnny, just hold it off for like an hour and a half, and then we'll have some fun. Okay, but let's do Tools of the Trade. Uh, Kayla, can you get us started? Yeah, absolutely. Um so right now I'm consuming um, some of these recycled Tombow pencils, and I got to say I'm real disappointed in them because they have to be sharpened as often as you, like, look at them. We were writing uh, Christmas cards to, like, our some friends and vendors today, and it was, like, every half card I had to sharpen it again. So a pencil will be done real quick. <laughs> um and I'm consuming a wine that Caroline has very specially selected, um, which I would like her to talk about. And then I would like to preface this podcast with the um, language please disclaimer on the bottle. Oh, should I cut in here? Okay. Um, so I went to the wine shop today, the one about four doors down from our shop. Very nice wine shop. And I picked out two wines based on their titles specifically for you guys. And um, I think it's appropriate, especially because we're discussing this Gilmore Girls um, thing later, <laughs> that we preface this entire podcast with the language please disclaimer at the bottom, which Caitlin will now read. Wish we could show you the label of this bottle. It's we'll, kind of we'll tweet a picture yeah. or something. <laughs> Do you want to tell them what it's called? Oh, yeah, the first? wine is called Gentleman's Collection. Ooh. And it's a Cabernet from 2014, batch number one. And it has a really, really great mustache. Yeah, and a lot of <laughs> oil on the on the label. All right, it says, A gentleman <laughs> makes perfectly emphatic point without the use of profane language. This is not to say he is not versed in profanity, but he frequently has something better to say. 
Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I never effing cuss. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> sound like the dude. Yeah. Prove it. It's probably yeah, it gonna takes care of it. He wipes it up for me. Does it smell like rich mahogany? It seems yeah. like something. It smells like coffee breath. And, uh, <laughs> sounds like something that Tom Burgundy would say. <laughs> Most like coffee and a little bit Wise of whiskey. choice is a discerning gentleman. <laughs> yep. cool. And what are you writing with? Oh, the recycled tambo. Oh, I'm sorry. What do you sorry. mean, Caroline? No, Caitlin, <laughs> you're not done yet. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about what I'm consuming. We still talk about books, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm consuming a couple things that could not be more different. Um, one of which, just because I feel like I need more feminism in my life post-election, I am reading what's called the Scum Manifesto that was written in the 1970s by a very, very angry and oppressed uh, lesbian. And it's... <laughs> It's super anti-man, but also, like, written in a very sarcastic sense of humor, so it's a pretty interesting read. Um, and I'm combining that with binge-watching Gossip Girl, so <laughs> I get all my bases covered, I guess. That's awesome. So, I see you wrote SCUM in all caps. Is that is that a acronym for something, or...? I, I'm not sure yet, because I'm not done reading it, okay. but... That's how it is on the cover. It's called yeah. all capitals. I think it was published like as like a zine at first because it's got like all the like cutouts, uh, like typewriter cutouts as the titles for all mm. the the sections. Um, it's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, not that I think like all men secretly want to be females, which is claimed broadly in very menacing ways <laughs> it's just interesting to read something like that from a perspective of somebody who was who was really oppressed and abused yeah um, mm -hmm. and how they get to that line of thought where they actually consider like bombing buildings yeah yeah take a like nice dark turn there yeah the right <laughs> and gossip girl <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be Blair Waldorf in high school. Okay. <laughs> I was the exact same age as them when that show was happening. Mm. So, I, yeah, <laughs> a lot of memories. <laughs> should I take it from there? You said I think, quite I the think scene, Caitlin. Okay. I think you should. Um, so I've been reading a lot of very serious books lately. So the other day I went to The Strand and bought a copy of Talking As Fast As I Can, which is the Lauren Graham memoir that just came out. Um, just about a week before um, Gilmore Girls did on Netflix. And I'm not, I'm about a third of the way through it. It's a very, very easy read. I only started it like a day and a half ago, but um, I haven't gotten to any of the parts where she talks about Gilmore Girls. I'm just in the parts where she talks about her Broadway career, which is very boring. Um, <laughs> so hopefully I'll get there. But it's it's written like Lorelai is talking to you. Um, and I'm, I don't know that much about Lauren Graham as a person, but it's kind of fun to read just because it's, first of all, very easy to read. And it just feels like this kind of psychotic person is talking at me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a good contrast to the movie I saw this weekend, which is still haunting me. It's called Nocturnal Animals. Um, Amy Adams is in it. It's written and directed by Tom Ford, the fashion designer. 
and it is seriously disturbing. I recommend seeing it if you're a fan of good movies, but just be forewarned, do it during a period of time in your life when you probably need to be awake anyway, because <laughs> you're going to be able to um, And I'll skip what I'm drinking because I think we already covered that. Um, <laughs> I am writing currently well really for the past two weeks with any pencil shorter than two inches and by that i mean all of the random pencils we find around our office and around our shop um there are a lot of them it's funny how often we ask each other where our pencils are because they're everywhere and we especially have a hard time finishing them so alex and i have taken it upon ourselves to organize all the used pencils pick out the shortest ones and we've put really demanding post post-its everywhere so everyone knows which pencils they are and aren't allowed to allowed to use. Um, so we're trying to trying to kill them all. You did that with me. What? <laughs> we picked out all the pencils together and wrote that post. I know. <laughs> it said use these pencils. It's stuck to a to a dudek block, actually. Um, hi Mike, if you're listening. Um, you're helping us organize our short pencils. Um, yeah, it's fun because it's, I feel like I've rediscovered some pencils that I forgot about that way, ones I normally wouldn't choose on my own. Are they mostly like discards from the tester desk? Yeah, like ones that got that are too short, or ones that we've stopped selling and we have the testers from, or ones that we did use extensively once upon a time and somehow they ended up in the bottom of a drawer. Um, but we have so many of them. <laughs> yeah. Cool. How about you, Andy? I am, according to um, this Google Doc, I'm consuming ants and ice chip and supernatural. So. Uh, clearly, that's <laughs> if if that's what it says, it must be true. Um, I am consuming um, via drink uh, a fancy Mexican beer that I found at Whole Foods called El Sully. Um, I don't think it's an actual Mexican beer. I think that it's um, oh, it's made in San Leandro, so pretty close to the Bay Area. Uh, it just says cerveza on it, so obviously it's a Mexican beer. It's by the 21st Amendment Brewery, which is a delicious beer. Um, you are closer to him right now than most people will ever have the good fortune to be. It's what it says on it. I, so I don't know who El Sully is. I assume they're not talking about the like the pilot who landed <laughs> the plane in the Hudson River. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, actually. That would be amazing. Um, so I'm consuming that. Uh, and also, I what have I been reading? I've been sort of like bouncing around back and forth between various things. Like I've been reading New Yorker articles, and I've been reading um, uh, Atlas that's Obscura just came out with a book recently. It's pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah. Just like with little pieces from their blog and lots of good like little interesting illustrations to accompany it. Um, I just got done reading Stationary Fever, which I think that Johnny will talk about a little bit later. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Um, and I'm writing with my Blackwing 530, which we will also talk about, uh, in a weird little notepad that I found on a desk at work called a doodle pad, D-O-O-T-L-E. Uh, it's like a six by nine. It has like a brown paper cover and it has a really like tight graph inside, um, where like every other line is like a thick uh, ruling and every like in between one is thin so it seems like a very like engineering notepad but it's good to take show notes in johnny how about you excellent um well after not a national novel writing month i have this giant pile of books that i have been reading so i picked up all the light we cannot see that apparently won the pulitzer 
Mm. And I live under a rock and I've never read it before, which is delicious and has a lot of pencil references, which is cool, <laughs> including wax pencils, grease pencils, uh, <laughs> engineering pencils, etc. which is cool. And, of course, like everybody else, I wasted six hours of my life watching the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> uh expletive 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 on netflix while i was sick so maybe my fever made it suck so bad um there's <laughs> the six hour <laughs> fever dream yeah. yeah yeah uh and what else have i been consuming antibiotics and a really delicious new rye or it's new to me called james e pepper 1776 rye which if you're a rye fan is delicious especially for 30 bucks and the back has the join or die flag, which is why I bought it. So, yeah. And I'm writing with a Blackwing Volumes 530 in a Fall 2011 Field Notes Fire Spotter book, which I saved. And Ooh, a Fire Spotter. I should take pictures of writing in. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I might have another one. I was going to write my Raven's Wing, but it was after Halloween. So, yeah. <laughs> I feel deprived Pretty right much. now. We haven't gotten our 530s yet. I know. We're like the last oh, ones to get them, always. <laughs> Maybe they'll come tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, all the emails about them end up in our spam folder. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like all the emails about pre-orders, we miss it always. Yeah. We shouldn't be telling our customers that. This is why we're always a little bit slow, guys. Sorry. Okay. Oh. Tim, how about you? How about you, Tim? I am sipping some PG tips, black tea tonight. <laughs> and I've... Come on, actually, come on, Tim, bump it up to a PG PG thirteen. NC seventeen tips. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> There's children listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, there's something about the last few weeks since the election that has just made me crave fantasy. So <laughs> I am reading Harry Potter again. Uh, just restarted that. I hadn't read any of them since I don't know since the seventh one came out. So I guess it's been quite a while. So I restarted with the beginning of the series and that's been a lot of fun. And I think it was a long time ago, probably, but I talked about Jason Isbell. He's a songwriter from Nashville. He gets kind of lumped into the country music scene, but it's, it's much more kind of like the old school country. And so through him and, and country is typically not my thing, but through him, cause he's so good. And thanks to some, like Spotify and Amazon recommendations. I am listening to a bunch of what they call, which is like classic country, which they call that just because it's not the crappy new stuff that <laughs> is all is all over the place, but like Waylon Jennings and Merle Haggard. Yeah. And then and even like the new guy like Chris Stapleton is really good. So I've been listening to him. So it's got kind of a surprising turn in my music taste in the last couple of weeks. Because before that I was on a huge hard bop jazz. <laughs> phase which those two couldn't be more different hard what did you say hard bop hard hard bop it's like uh, bop. <laughs> that's yeah. what was going through my head connection to those guys <laughs> it's not very what? close yeah, yeah one, <laughs> of james, one of james was my wife's closest friends in high school married uh the drummer whatever his name is Really? So, the, wow. the little kid? <laughs> well, he was of age at the time. <laughs> oh, man. I still got him a lot older than you. He was 14 and she was 22. And, uh, <laughs> he was, he was, he's really the prettiest of, of Hanson. Right. You could do that in some states. So that's the connection. But, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So, 
and listening to that. And of course, watching Gilmore Girls. We'll get to that later. And I am writing with my good old HB wing, Palomino HB with the Blackwing Eraser. <laughs> Pull those back out. Uh, and I'm writing in a shelter wood. So nice. I found a, a half finished nice. shelter that I had not given enough love. So I pulled that back out. I do love a shelter wood. Mm -hmm. So how about some fresh points? We'll go back to Caitlin. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be honest with you guys. Um, I had a little bit of a, a struggle coming up with some fresh points today, simply because uh, Caroline and I are in like holiday overwhelm mode which is good. It's a good problem to have, but I feel like we've done nothing but assembly for the past like two weeks, like putting things together into like little poly bags or like putting orders in boxes or doing custom pencils. Um, until like our brains are a little bit numb, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's all like you like it's satisfying in a way because you're like putting small things into like small packages and then like sealing them up all small and neat and tidy. But when you do like a few thousand, you're like, my finger just need a break, or at least my brain does. Um, but it's good. It's good. We're having tomorrow. We're having this great pop up with uh, the Gap and a few. Um, a few businesses that are like around us, like uh, the coffee shop next door to the the store, the football cafe, they're going to be there and uh, coming soon, which is on, over on Orchard, also in our neighborhood. And I think I think there's a couple other that are still in our neighborhood. So it's like all these like great New York City brands are all popping up at this this thing sponsored by The Gap. Cool. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. And Caroline had this thing set up with uh, Sleepy Jones and popping up at their store, too. Oh, yeah, so. we're doing a custom pencils on the spot in their shop and so also in Soho tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Alex mm. will be there customizing pencils. It's a, it's a, it's basically like a fancy pajama shop. <laughs> um, in a past life, that was my job, um, was designing fancy pajamas. But and my new band name. They have a shop on Howard Street in Soho if, if anyone's around tomorrow. And anyway. we sent product to the one in yeah, LA. They're doing a little, a little like mini pop up through the holiday season at both of their stores in LA, one in Hollywood, one in Santa Monica, and also in their New York store on Howard Street. So if you want to see the, you know, if the Californians want to see the pencils in real life, go to Sleepy Jones. Yep. Um, it sounds like something that would be in the Bay Area, like, just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, only the two Southern California locations, though. Yeah. Huh. Um, so that just lots and lots of that going on here. Um, I guess I should talk about my other fresh points. You probably should. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. I would my family around the holidays and this like ties into this whole episode that we're doing here every holiday my brother and sister and I exchange wish lists because um, we never know what to get each other and at this point we've just all given up and it's just like hey send me your list so my brother this year um, put on his list pencils paper and notebooks and I'm like well I guess that has to be for me to get for you. <laughs> um, the trouble I'm having here is that last year I bought him pencils, uh, classroom-friendly 
and I think like a Calipino portfolio. And he, he came back and told me that he didn't like black wings because he, uh, he works in, uh, he does like a lot of carpentry work. He told me he would break the ferrules in the, um, in the shop. I'm like, how do you, how do you break the ferrules? <laughs> what are you doing to them? So, I mean, basically last year I felt like I, I gave him these pencil gifts and I basically unimpressed him. And I'm like, this year I have to like up the standards or rethink the game. Um, so input from gentlemen who collect pencils, I guess, <laughs> would be a little bit helpful. Gosh, so so the problem was broken ferals. <laughs> well, the problem is like, yeah. like a, a more like utilitarian kind of guy. Like yeah. he likes pencils because he does woodworking, and you really use pencils in woodworking. But I also like, I don't know, I. Basically, gonna send him a bunch of cedar points because I think yeah. that's the, the best people out there. There's some of those cool like jumbo hex pencils that I feel like would be a would be yeah. good. I guess if he's using them in a shop, I mean something different than a, a carpenter pencil. Yeah, I've yeah, definitely done but... carpenter pencils before. Yeah, so that would you know, be good. You need those uh, flat sketching pencils from Generals. You know, like the softer ones. Uh, yeah. That's sad. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Well, and my other other thing, so Caroline and I have both been fortunate through CW Pencils to gain some really great pen pals. I'm sorry, pencil pals. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and my latest one sent me scratch and sniff stickers, which I haven't had since I was like nine years old. And was like scratching like the pizza one, and it doesn't smell like pizza. It smells like oregano, and like the popcorn. <laughs> and I'm like, do you guys remember those? Like, which was your favorite? Snozberries, I think. <laughs> you know, those sell like hundreds of dollars on eBay. The vintage scratch and sniff stickers. If you're looking for an internet hole to fall down, do they still this, smell? I don't know, but the we Alex once were. There's only searching. one way to find out. <laughs> We found a lot of them that now was like $800 oh for a lot of 90s, 1990s scratch and sniff stickers. Um, and there were people watching it. That's bizarre. That's crazy. Yeah. That's my sale, actually. Uh, <laughs> I guess if people are really into yikes. Johnny's, Johnny's next podcast. <laughs> yeah. this, the sticker scratch cast. Scratch and sniff sticker cast. It's called <laughs> Smell That? Comments on the live stream. Smelled like acid vomit to me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Steve. That's exactly right. You nailed that. Trader Joe's was giving out scratch and sniff stickers um, last spring. One of them was cedar, and then also um, like one of the weeks before Thanksgiving, they had scratch and sniff stickers. They all kind of smelled like leftovers. It was kind of gross. <laughs> soy sauce can we put them all weird, over weird space. sounds like that it's like the turkey one smelled like a, like a turkey not cooked turkey like a dead turkey <laughs> like wet feathers <laughs> just smelled like fear and blood oh no catholic school guys stop we're gonna stop listening <laughs> well they can't smell us so <laughs> Uh, the Tofurky one smelled good. 
to work and scratch and sniff. <laughs> a super specific scratch and sniff sticker. Go. That one's very collectible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hold on to that one. Okay. Are you done with the fresh one? I'm totally okay. done. I've made a week. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's. Well. <laughs> I'll try to make this a little more normal. Um, so we, um, I think, yeah, all three of us, Caitlin, Alex, and I, except I went separately because one of us has to be here all the time. Um, there was a Midori event happening this weekend at the Ace Hotel um, here in New York City. It was their, um, their, what do they call it? The Midori Travelers Caravan. Oh, I saw pictures from that. Yeah, they've done it in other cities, and um, basically they go to a place and they set up a table with, like, stacks and stacks of just loose papers. Um, it's and like a dream. It's amazing, and all the stacks are so neat and so perfect because there's someone going around and straightening them all the time. It's so satisfying. But basically, you go there <laughs> and you pay $17, and they give you this tray, like a lunch tray. Like a buffet. Yeah, it's like a, this <laughs> aluminum lunch tray, and it has instructions on it and a little, like, a little measuring tool to measure the thickness of your notebook. And you get to pick a cover for your notebook. They had a bunch of cute ones. They had an Ace Hotel one and a couple that are specific to their brand. And then um, you go around this table and you select pages for your custom notebook. Um, and there are a lot of cool ones, like a lot of colored papers, a lot of printed papers, a lot of like Washi embossed paper. ones, like t really different papers. Um, and then they have to, I think it's about 80 pages in the end. Mm -hmm. um, and you have a thing that you can use to measure it. So, you know, if you have enough and then you can go to this other table where you can stamp them, you can kind of decorate them. And then, you know, they have like they have fun stickers. And then there's a guy who sits there at the table and like spiral, like binds it in front of you. And you get to pick if you want like a copper coil or a gold one or a silver one or a black one. It was mm -hmm. so much fun. And like, and the, the spiral guy was literally the most satisfying thing I think I've ever seen in person. So he <laughs> like stacks up all the pages of paper and sets them next to the notebook cover. And then he gets, he, he has the spiral set just so. Like you see them out like laid out on the table and they're all like tightly coiled. And he somehow like pulls them apart to the exact precise distance apart the spiral needs to be to thread through these notebooks and like once he gets it started he just kind of like rubs his hands together with the spiral between his hands and it just goes like shh, 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 and the notebook is, <laughs> and it's it is done. the craziest looking thing it's amazing it was yeah it was it was really cool if this traveler's caravan comes to your city definitely Absolutely go it was worth the it. best I... seven years i've ever spent oh, were there a good number of people yeah. that showed up for it uh, the, I went on Saturday and there were a ton of people there. I think when Caitlin and Alex went on Sunday, there were less people there. Yeah, we were, I mean, we were able to go, Alex and I each went around and did a notebook three times. <laughs> so you're saying 1717, right? Yeah. That's yeah. that's probably the cheapest thing Midori sells. I know. Yeah, for a, a custom notebook like and yeah. you get to pick the pictures and like all these different things like that was amazing that was so that fun yeah i went because yuri who works for midori in japan she's wonderful she emailed us to let us know that it was happening and asked us if we would come and i thought like <laughs> yeah. oh like this sounds fun but like i don't really need another notebook and when i got there i was like wow this is the best thing ever you're like i need 10 yeah like I, I had such a hard time only doing one i like stood stood there and looked at looked at the table for like 20 minutes trying to decide whether or not i needed more than one <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. 
Um, that was the most exciting thing that I did this weekend. But um, the the other thing I've been spending all of my, well, very little free time on lately is my Christmas card. Um, and this is something that in my family, at least, is a really serious thing. My mother hand, like, hand draws her Christmas cards and has them printed properly and mailed out to like 200 people every single year. She's so great at making Christmas cards. Um, she's set a very high precedent for the rest of our family. But I, um, I picked out months ago, I found a bunch of um, vintage cards on eBay. I was searching like vintage couples Christmas cards because there are a lot of really weird pre-made couples cards that existed like anywhere between like the 1940s and like 1965 hmm. that are kind of creepy or just really, really strange. Um, of course, that was before people did photo cards. So the cards were a lot more elaborate. Um, and I found a bunch and I took them home to Fed, who's my boyfriend, and asked him which one he wanted us to recreate for our Christmas card this year. <laughs> and of course, he picked the strangest one and also the most difficult one to execute. Um, <laughs> he picked this card that is black and in like sort of like ribbon typeface, like a ribbon is writing this word. It says hi. That's all it says on the cover or on the front. <laughs> And like blue ribbon. And then it has two martini glasses and um, and some holly and some holly berries scattered around. But inside the martini glasses are two, like what I would assume to be cherries. There's one in each glass. They're, they're not olives? No, they're red. Like they're red. <laughs> and one has like a man's face on it and the other one has a woman's face on it. <laughs> the man has a really creepy mustache. And so when you open the card, like the, the cherries are die cut. And so when you open the card on the inside of the card, it's the same two like red faces, but they're holly berries on a piece of holly. And one leaf says like Merry Christmas and the other one says Happy New Year. This sounds yeah. trippy. Super trippy. It's yeah. weird. I'll, I'll make sure I post pictures of it online, but I tried to get these cards made and nobody does like die cuts. I had such a hard time finding somebody who could do that. And when I did, I got a quote for it and I was told that it was going to cost me $680 to have a hundred cards made. Um, <laughs> so they are not die cut, but I think people will get the idea. They're so weird. Um, I think this might become my thing, like reprinting strange vintage cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. It's amazing. <laughs> I can't so talk. can I ask a question? Um, what the hell is a majority traveler's notebook? Well, I wish oh. Alex was here. Those are okay. So that's like so um, disappointed you, Johnny. Everybody <laughs> talks about them, but they're leather, and I don't use leather, so it just kind of like glosses over. Like, what is this? It's like a thing. It's not just like this notebook cover. It's like a whole line it's of a products. System. Yeah. So it, it basically you start with this outside portion that it's like a little leather bound uh, portfolio with the elastic that closes it all up together. And it fits a few specific sizes of, like, pocket notebooks. Um, you can do, like, long, thin ones, or you can do short ones. Um, and there's different accessories, like, uh, what's it called? Like, brass, like, page paper clips so you yeah. can mark your spot. And there's, like, a bazillion stickers. And people use them a lot for, like, bullet journaling mm -hmm. um, and uh -huh. that kind of thing. Alex is our resident expert. She's the only one who ha one yeah. of us who has one. But I'm like, I want one for Christmas. I don't. I think that's <laughs> it's almost like too much. Yeah. It's it's too much. Yeah. I mean, you have 
I've never pursued it just because it's like it's really thick and there's so much that's going on in there and I'm just like my brain doesn't work like that. Seems like yeah. the people who use one of those probably it's just the thing that they carry. Yeah, like that's that's their their it's paper their product. That's all the, they use. Yeah. The Travelers like Facebook group is one of the more intense stationary. Yeah. Maps. Uh, it's like almost field nuts level. <laughs> I, I popped in and then left again just because I was like, I can't handle this. Yeah. And you guys, you guys sell the Midori um, bullet pencils, right? We, we do. do. Yeah. Yeah. And they also have uh, like bullet pens. And I, I, I was almost tempted. They sell them at the Mido shop in in San Francisco. Um, I was almost tempted to buy the Pan Am branded ones. Those are cute. Yeah, they like acquired or like got the rights to use the Pan Am branding, like with the old like globe and that beautiful blue. Um, but I just I just couldn't do it. It's so expensive. They had these uh, like matte black ones branded for the Ace Hotel at that mm -hmm. event. Yeah, and I thought about it briefly, but I think it had like the little loop on the end. The and pens like have the that. loop on the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not like the pencil. Instead of an eraser, there's a weird loop mm -hmm. around you your neck. With it. Do you tie it to your weird, complicated notebook? I guess, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Probably, I want to help yeah. a clip that can go on the elastic or something. Emily Gilmore and I do not approve. Oh. <laughs> I, I feel like in, you know, there's a lot of like things that are mistranslated from Japanese. I feel like they're like mistranslated like tagline should be weird, complicated notebook. <laughs> like, <laughs> hashtag, what the hell is this? Weird, complicated. It's like on a... I was just watching the episode of Thirty Rock where you find out that Kenneth speaks Spanish or speaks uh, Chinese, <laughs> and he always refers to NBC as a uh, Rainbow Chicken. <laughs> yeah. I'll make the Rainbow Chicken bread. Like the, he got <laughs> weird, complicated notebook. <laughs> uh, all right, well, um, I'll jump into fresh points unless anybody has anything else. Um, I kind of want to do a live unboxing of my VR codes from CW Pencils, if that's cool with everybody. Oh, did it just come? It just came. Uh, the erasable widow went downstairs and uh, took it from the mailbox and brought it up. You didn't yeah. chase him down? No, he uh, he he was just delivering. Like he just got got to our apartment building before or after I started recording, so I couldn't get away. But uh, so I should preface this. Um, I saw. I think it was over the weekend. Um, Caroline or Caitlin or somebody posted um, in the group that the. Somebody posted in the group about how these uh, vintage replica boxes of Viarco pencils have arrived. Um, do one of you have any more context on this, like why they did this and like what exists out there? Yeah. So this was one of the things that we actually saw at Paper World back in, uh, was that February? Yeah. Um, when we went to their booth and, you know, we we're having chats with them, they showed us these prototypes um, that are directly recreated from their vintage lines. Um, I think you might know more about that than I do, though. Um, I mean, there's not, there's not really, as far as <laughs> I know, there's not really much more to the story than that. Yeah. Um, they are all pencils that they made between 1940 and 1960, um, and they, I mean, Viarco in general is, they're really into their heritage and their mm -hmm. history and, like, that sort of, old like old-fashioned Portuguese design aesthetic and so um the yeah they brought and I, they kind of introduced it with um their copying pencil if you notice their regular copying pencil as part of their regular line mm -hmm. has the same box as the original one not the same quality it's like a modern style of box with the same printing on it and I think that was kind of a thing they did to sort of 
dip their toes into the waters of full-on vintage reproductions. But um, yeah. yeah, these are just six really popular pencils that they made during that period of time. Some of them they don't make anymore. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, besides the copying pencil, they don't make any of them in that form anymore. And they're they're so perfectly replicated down to like the style of the box mm-hmm. like there's even one random one of the six that is a totally different style of box that opens differently just because that's what it actually was, what it was when it was made um it and has the, this little triangle flap it's so cool yeah and even like the lacquer on the pencils seems like very very much like of the time when it would have been made originally yeah they're really impressive they're really really beautiful we're really proud to have them we've been trying to get them for a really long time see i so i i just love this i wish that like somebody would do that for eberhard faber pencils too like just i love vintage recreations of things so mm-hmm. so when this came along i guess i knew about it back back a while ago uh somebody i think it was charles Berlsheimer maybe posted in the group some pictures of them uh months and months ago um so I've been kind of like keeping an eye out. And as soon as they hit the CW Pencil Shop, I um, ordered, I was like, I'm just going to order two of them. They're all $15, <laughs> I think. Um, and I got, yeah, the, the two favorites of mine. I'm opening them right now. The uh, the envelope says, hi, hi, Andy. And then a smiley face. Don't know who wrote that. Um, awesome. So, yeah, I got the... Vierco 1951s oh, <laughs> <laughs> and the Vierco 3000s and they're both yeah that they, they look it looks like an old like an old school like like offset printing it, it looks like even the like on the box where it transitions from like red to gray it's like looks like it's just a little bit off like the offset just was a little bit off in the printing which a lot of vintage ones are which is cool so I'm opening this, and these are the 3000s, and they're round, and they come in these like beautiful kind of metallic pastel colors with a yellow end on it. I love sharpened. that contrast on those. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's um, like a hot yellow. Yeah, and the black stripe, and they're they're like laid out in the box opposite each other. So like the first the first row, um, all of the ends like the sharpened pieces are pointed toward the left, and below that they're all pointed toward the right. They're just like, yeah, these are super cool. And then the other ones, the Vierco 1951s. Um, oh, wow, it has a little, like, vellum um, description at the top, mm-hmm. um, kind of like Black Wings do. And these are hex, <coughs> excuse me, um, hex pencils. Yeah, these are great. Um, and they're in different colors, and, the, and like, the, the caps match the color of the barrels. Uh, but they're kind of like the Nataraj Pops in that, like, the corners of the hex are are white, so they're kind of like, I don't know, kind of outlined. These are so great. Um, totally. I'm so excited about these. I have not tried them yet, but I totally will. Um, Caroline, you said these are your these are your two favorites. Yeah, those are my two favorites. Those are the two that I ordered the most of because I anticipated them being the most popular. Yeah. Mostly because that that like multicolored stripe is so cool and yeah. so vintage looking and. The um, even like those weird like kind of pastel metallics are really strange. But also, um, there are so few round pencils these days that yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that those were kind of amazing. And that same pencil comes in a hex version. The um, I think that the round one is the three thousand. The hex one is the two thousand. But the round ones are just a little bit more special, just because it's that unusual shape. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what. Yeah, I was thinking about that. So yeah, um, check it out. There's there's like four or five different varieties, aren't there? There are six. Six? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they're all under the the new tab on our website right now, like right front and center. Yeah. yeah. Above some really really great uh, vintage Dixon pencils. <laughs> <laughs> um. So maybe if I uh, should ask for Christmas gifts from from family members um, for more of these. Those. How did you? Are you just gonna get in the ones that you have and then no more, or are they um, something that are I... reorderable? I think they'll be available for a while. They were available many, many months ago, and then somebody bought all of them. <laughs> like, apparently someone in Korea bought every single one that they had made. Wow. Um, so they were out of production for a, for a few months. But, I mean, I don't think – I think this is something they're continuing to do for a while. So we should be able to have them for the foreseeable future. Cool. So no major hurry on that. Yeah. it's awesome. Um, also, I had uh, coffee the other day. Do any of you know Bruce Eamon? He is a member of the group. Um, he, he's, I think he's more about just like paper and pens than pencils, but he's still in the group. He lives in the Bay Area, and he, is, uh, he grew up in Japan. And so he goes back to Japan a lot. He just keeps in, good, in close contact. He was actually on a, a Japanese stationary podcast um, talking about like the difference between Japanese stationary and American stationary. Um, so if, any, if anybody speaks Japanese... I'll give you the link and you can go listen to it. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, Bruce is Bruce is really cool. Um, he actually put together some some goodies for the three of us. So, uh, Johnny and Tim, you have some stuff coming. Um, but he was just he was <laughs> he was showing me some um, just some of the interesting Japanese uh, stationery that he's collected, and one of them is a really cool mechanical pencil. I don't really like think those words go together cool mechanical mm. pencil but <laughs> the the engineering on this typewriter thing man. yeah it's <laughs> a ding mechanical pencil um it's it's made by pilot um or just cool ding yeah <laughs> don't even yeah <laughs> or sorry not pilot it's made by zebra it's called the delgard and it's amazing because you can't break the point on the lead and it uses just regular like 0.5 millimeter lead or something but um is it the one that rotates the lead when you write no, with it that's a Kurotoga. oh it um it doesn't did one too it doesn't do that but what's interesting is when you apply force to the to the tip and like too much force like you're going to try to break it the little like thing that it comes up comes out of like slides down and covers the lead so it like protects it protects it and so you like you you like bear up on it and then it comes back out which is just amazing like it just it knows how much force like will break the lead and it just like pops down to cover it up wow. and th then when you turn it over um the eraser pops out of the end um and then you start pushing down on it and even though it just like fell out of the end due to gravity you can't push it back up in like as you erase so it holds strong then you flip it over when you're done erasing and just like slides back down the barrel it's i should have gotten a video of it like it's it's really cool and of course it costs like the equivalent of like eight dollars per pencil which in japan they'll totally pay for uh in the u.s they not a lot of people will so that's i think one of the reasons not available in the u.s but mm. i'm gonna try to look for one of these on ebay for like the two times a year that i want to write with a mechanical pencil <laughs> it's really cool um yeah and then they just had a, he had a lot of other interesting um interesting things uh caroline do you do you remember when you were in japan um you were in japan right yeah. Yeah, that's what we talked about this. Do you remember a company called United Bees, B-E-E-S? No. It's a, it's a paper company. They make notebooks. Um, they have a series of 
like little B6 sized um, like notebooks that you put into like a, a cover and they just have really great layouts. There's like one for meeting notes and there's one for like weekly and daily planners. Normally I don't like those kind of things, but they just do a really good job of laying it out. Um, they're super cool. So I'll post some of the pictures I have in the group um, or in, into the show notes. Yeah, Bruce is just a really interesting guy, and I think he, I think he sort of has a passion for Japanese stationery and like trying to get them to sell more in the United States. So he's a he's a good guy to talk to. So um, anybody here use their um, their black ice yet? I've looked I at it and touched it. Gotten it yet? Yeah. And Carolyn and Caitlin, you're you're not Field Notes users, right? Like, did you have you seen this edition? Oh, so Caroline and I, we both Googled it before the show. And as much as we like field notes, we both had a very you reaction <laughs> to this edition. Yeah, I really the hate the color orange. orange. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I like field notes, but not this one. It's yeah. really, <laughs> it's really an interesting design, design decision on their, their part, I think. Like, I don't quite understand yeah. why it's orange and like mirrored chrome um, does it did one show like a ton of fingerprints yeah oh it's no, it, it doesn't i'm really really fingerprinty and it doesn't show fingerprints <laughs> <when I> <laughs> it's a it's interesting because it's like just a giant foil stamp like it's not the paper was i think it was orange um like underneath the foil if I look oh. at the specifications um yeah the cover is oh no it's um it's white with a one-color varnish of DDC orange ink and then stamped with the foil. Um, so, so can you get yours to look black? Because no matter what I do, it is not black. No, I... I, mean, I have, like, I threw it and, like, ran away. It's not black. I look at it at an angle. It's not black. The freezer yeah. is not black. <laughs> it's always silver or some other sick reflection of my head. <laughs> it's, it's Johnny colored. It's too shiny. Yeah. It's the upside down Johnny messed up yeah. hair edition. I, I love the insides of it. Um, I, I think yeah. Field Notes does lined paper really well. Um, like America the Beautiful and and the paper from um, like Shelterwood. And I, I love like the orange double line that's at the top of the page. Um, so, I, yeah, I think they do line paper super great. Um, the perfect binding is interesting. Like I guess what I use for reference is write notepads binding. And... Their notebooks are a little bit thicker, um, a little bit like wider and taller. So this is thinner and the exact same size as a regular field notes. So it fits in all of the things. So I I don't know. I like it, but it's weird. <laughs> it's it is very like it feels very like vintage car y. And I'm not like super into vintage car cars, but I I think this is kinda cool. Um hmm. Yeah, I, I think mostly I'm just interested in like the process they used to make it. Like it was, I'm sure this was like really expensive and really elaborate to make. Um, there's a crapload like of glue in it. Yeah, it seems like one that would just be kind of a, a project to just see if we can do this. Just sort to of see thing. if like, let's just let's just flex this whatever we're able to do now. You know, like, yeah, because this is one that I, I looked at and you know, you know I've talked about it before, but I haven't subscribed in a while. I just kind of buy them as they seem interesting and mm -hmm. this is one that i saw and within seconds just said nope <laughs> you know <laughs> kind of moved on wasn't super tempted uh, yeah yeah less is um saying in the group in the chat right now that 
Um, she goes, I don't care what anybody says. The glue will eventually give up and pages will fall out. Yeah. I'm okay with that if it's already archived. Yeah. Like, as long as they don't fall out while I'm writing with it. Yeah. So I don't know how strong this is going to be. The right notepads ones are completely indestructible. Yeah. To use them. So maybe it's an homage to write notepads. Maybe they'll come down to Baltimore and party with us. Heck yeah. I, um... But it's Baltimore. You won't make it home. <laughs> <laughs> I said that out loud. Sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, I did, I did think a lot about like, you know, the right notepad editions and if they kind of inspired the binding at all. Um, I think it, I think it works really well with the right pads cause his aesthetic is a little bit more like matte, I guess, for one thing, like it's not quite as like chrome and shiny, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, he's, I'll be interested to see what he's coming out with. Um, he did not announce in time for recording of this episode, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I so think we just got royal blue too. Yeah, it was a little while ago, but I he was a little bit behind the. Mm. I don't I don't remember. I can't keep these straight anymore. <laughs> uh, I might know something, but I'm not allowed to tell you. Of course you do, and of course you can't. <laughs> no, but the, um, the the royal blues are gone. There's a local shop near me that has them. Yeah, and also a few kindred spirits left. There's no a local ones. shop in New York City that has a few royal blues. Awesome. <laughs> what is that place called, <laughs> Kevin? <laughs> well, I heard if you Google pencil store, it's the only one. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> well, in New York, at least. Yes, yeah, probably most most places. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's we do it. have. We don't have them on our website, though, but we do have a few left. Um, cool. In the store. Yeah. So that's that's it for um, for fresh points for me. How about you, Johnny? So thank you for letting me take the Blackwing five thirty. <laughs> You're so, welcome. How about that Blackwing five thirty? Go Purdue. And, and all of its gold. <laughs> like, I don't get the Purdue reference. What's the Purdue, Purdue reference? Sim gets black it. and gold. Yeah. yeah, it's their colors. Oh, I'm from the East Coast. As an Indiana University graduate, I can't in good conscience use this pencil. <laughs> If I the cared first about football it. game I ever went to ever in my whole life was a Purdue football game. My mom That's took smart. me there. Huh. So which one is it where the library is sinking? Is it Purdue or Indiana University where they have to keep putting water on? No, not, never mind. That's more the library wasn't didn't account for the weight of the books and it's sinking every See, year. I've, Some people <laughs> I've heard people say that about multiple university libraries. So I think it may just be one of those like urban legends that are in a bunch of college campuses. Maybe it's happening at all the schools but in Indiana. I have, I mean, maybe I have heard that about um, about IU, about their their Wells Library. But I don't I have no, I have no idea if it's true or not. Yeah, they, mm -hmm. people said that about the one in Boston College because it's built on a cliff. Yeah, and it also is very small for yeah. a big university. But anyway, so did you guys get yours? I got mine. I awesome. haven't gotten it. And they're not at the pencil shop yet. We don't have ours. It's kind you of tragic. Have, like, but you don't get like a personal stash. You no. know, we we've discovered recently that by no fault of anyone's, our uh, updates from Palomino have been getting filtered to the wrong folder. So I don't remember if they gave us the opportunity to pre-order or not this time. But yeah, we just didn't find it in time. Yeah, so we we basically put an order in the day that they came out, and they're. Normally pretty fast with fulfillment. 
fulfillment even during uh you know the rush like this yeah um, right. we'll, we'll have them, them probably tomorrow I yeah think. we'll have them photographed and online by monday for sure awesome cool. yeah cool so Same. i feel like this the stamping on this is the best looking blackwing stamp ever that yeah. filmina's put out they just it's look real so sharp good. yeah the new logo looks delicious on this gold the line on the ferrule is my favorite part yeah yeah bringing back the old school line on the ferrule Mm-hmm. They did a good job of not making it, you know, sci-fi gold. It's about Andy. Would you say is the metallic is six hundred two? Um, I would. I would say that. Yeah, it does. It does seem like the gold equivalent to the gray of the six hundred two. Some some people in the group are complaining a little bit about how it's like real flashy and it's like a it's president. It's like a President <laughs> Trump pencil. Uh, oh gosh! I'm not yeah. gonna like. I'm not gonna er, comment er, further er, on that. But I really I, wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> after, order, I, do we have to call him President girl? Trump yet? President no. elect? Piotis? No. Yeah, you just call him Donald Trump. Um, I freak out. <laughs> anyhow, um, I don't. I don't think that it's. It's not very like chromatic. Like it's not shiny at all. So no, it's just kind of like a. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's I think it's just nice. It's it's gold, but it's not like metallic shiny. Yeah, so you're saying it's like gold, gold, but it's not like bigly gold. It's not. It's not. It's big. not like the eyeball pentagonal pencils that are like <laughs> gold bar shiny. <laughs> right. Yeah, those are actually uh, really nice. Yeah, well, those are those are pretty. Um, yeah. it's sort of like a uh, crayon. Like the gold crayon is not very gold. It's just sort of yeah, tank. like almost more. Bronze or brass and gold. It yeah, goes, it's like yeah. it's like a lame sweater. Yeah, it's like a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's, it's like, like a a book. Yeah, it it really matches. I don't know if anybody saw my uh, Instagram over the weekend. I bought from the shop in San Francisco in the Mission uh, a lame sweater. A lame sweater, a gold lame sweater for <laughs> for an ugly sweater party. No, I bought mm-hmm. a um, giant gold uh, Star Trek uh, Enterprise, oh, yeah. like Starship <laughs> Enterprise. Oh my god! I don't. It was only twenty dollars, and it was from like the nineties. <laughs> so clearly, it was a good deal. Um, I have no idea what, no idea why it's gold, but it lights up and makes sounds, and it's made of plastic, so it's kind of the, the same gold. Five thirty does. <laughs> yeah, the five thirty lights up and makes sounds. <laughs> I just want subscriber. that to be on the next edition. <laughs> just up. light up. Like the eraser and like stuff comes yeah, out. Yeah, in your dreams. But you know what I want? I want it to make the sound effects from this show. I want it to make the typewriter bell and then also the like scribble page rip. <laughs> so you can like typewriter bell people in your life. It has thirty five sounds and phrases. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, I'm actually really excited to get these because I really, really want to try them in our uh, in our hot foil stamper. Ooh, yeah. Oh, man. Like with black foil or uh, pink foil. Pink foil. Ooh. I want to make it foil. That's what we do. Oh, we do. Yeah. Secret, but we do have pink foil. Yeah, we have other foils we don't advertise that we have just because they are the worst. <laughs> Secret so, foils. We're going to get some New York tickets. <laughs> Charlotte can do it. She's really good at the stamping machine. She's awesome at everything. She's yeah, coolest. she can. She can do the pink foil. <laughs> she's grown like six inches since you guys saw her last. Wow. So she's taller than Alex. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I guess what I, one thing I like about the five thirty is, I like I like how the theme is not really like related to a person. It's just like mm-hmm. the idea. I I think it was a. Like in reading the 
the slip that came with it. I think it was, I was trying to figure out how it's related to like a creative culture. Cause you know, they, they do pencils that are defined by that define like things, pencils tributing things that define a creative culture. And mm-hmm. the, um, like the way that they went with it is sort of like, Oh, this like yearning for gold and to like get famous and strike it big is like this, like it defined the like California way and like the way that, California as a state has existed and all of these creative things came out of California and I thought that was a little bit of a stretch mm-hmm. but I like it I think it's it's a cool pencil I like that it's a tribute to a like an event and like a, a concept rather than a person uh, I think it yeah. takes a lot of like you know pressure off of them to try to like you know be very like fair and like full of quality uh, which I appreciate um, plus they use the word eureka everything yes, was eureka is <laughs> great um, it's, it's interesting because 530 is not only the historical site number for Sutter's Mill, which is where they discovered gold, but also that's the area code, uh, for that area in Northern. Mm-hmm. I had no, like, I wonder if that is a coincidence. Like it's 530 area code plus like, I don't know, probably I'm sure that's a coincidence, but that's I think I would be so happy if they just continue to embrace California heritage. Yeah. You know, they kind of already did that with John Muir. And, and really uh, that's, that's what the Palomino line in general was like golden bear, the prospector. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think if they just continue to be sort of like this, that, and of course they used to be called the California Republic stationers. Um, they kind of days, man. Yeah. They kind of dropped that brand, I think, <laughs> just because Palomino is the strongest sub brand and they made that the whole brand ever. <laughs> and they had so many well, to now choose they from. Have <laughs> Blackwing, and that's the strongest brand. And yeah. Palomino feels more yeah. like the sub brand. Yeah. It's, it's weird how, how that happens. But I, I remember the first time I like just moved to this area and I went to uh, UC Berkeley where, you know, they're, they're like, their mascot is the golden bear. And <laughs> I, I had no idea that that was like, a thing beyond the golden bear pencils. (laughs) It's like on the flag, California. Um, Yeah. So I was, I was really, I was like, Ooh, golden bear. But (laughs) it's like the pencil. Cause it's the golden state. And on the flag is a bear. Why is there a bear on the flag? Uh, California grizzly bears. And I always forget. Yeah. Oh, see what, we come it's from a majestic animal, Johnny. <laughs> majestic. We have, we have coats animal. of arms on our flag majestic here. <laughs> oh, the, we didn't talk about the point protector. Oh, yeah. So oh, Blackwing yeah. is coming out with a point protector on December 13th. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So if you're a subscriber, you get a free one, which is awesome. You just pay like with 262 in shipping. Yeah, they're going to be like 10 bucks normally. Yeah, which, is, which for if it's metal, that's not so bad. It yeah. would last forever if you don't lose it. Yeah. So... Hopefully by next episode we'll be able to talk about those. I'll I'll be interested to I'd see. Love, him. Sorry, go on. I was gonna say I'd love to know how heavy they are. Yeah, they look super heavy, but maybe they're just real thin inside. Mm-hmm. I I'm hoping that, and I assume that they would, but we'll see. Um, that they'll account for like really long points, like a <laughs> like a long point sharpener, uh, just because so many of the pencil caps that I try don't work because the point is so long. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I buy those like little cheap tin ones from Mido. Or not Mido, Daiso. Um, I think, uh, do you guys sell those? We sell the Katsua stock ones yeah. that do that work really great for long points. Yeah, um, those are the ones that kind of, um, you can attach them to each other. 
No, those are the EPO ones by Tombow. Oh, yeah, I okay. do those, those work really well too. Them not all the time. My, yeah. my favorite are like the tin ones or whatever that like have a little pincher on them and you can like make them bigger. And yeah. 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 We have two different versions of those. We have really short ones that are made in Germany and they come in nickel or brass. Uh, and then we have the little four pack that's made in Japan. That Those are the ones that have the little long points. And in their little four pack, they have these little stickers so you can like write your name on the cap <laughs> maybe name your pencil and that's the most japanese sure. thing ever yeah. yes <laughs> i just want to give my pencil name like hey, hey everybody this is barry <laughs> this is my pencil <laughs> yeah so that's gonna be cool so i'm i'm a yeah. fan of this it's it's using the 24 core um so it's extra firm it's more like mm-hmm. an more like an hb has that new sweet eraser that works <laughs> yeah. which is nice <laughs> it's nice to have an eraser that works yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> They're gonna look really good tied to the top of Christmas presents. Yeah. Yeah, they would look nice. That's, that's gotta get good. some more. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I just ordered some like thirty seconds ago. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got so, them on the way. <laughs> did you guys put, or I guess only Andy, the five thirty on top of a, of a black ice and then get a headache? <laughs> it looks it looks so dumb. <laughs> I feel like sometimes like you could put them next to each other, and I was gonna use a black ice with this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm getting over being sick. I don't want to look at this. Gold, gold and orange don't look great together, and a gold and orange and silver, <laughs> and like gold and orange mirror don't look good together. Add some yellow foil stamping to that pencil, or, or, oh, or uh, pink, pink stamping. Pink foil stamping. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Ew. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do yeah, the orange doesn't look that good with the black ice as it is. No offense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um. If you guys were buying, um, say you were going to a certain pencil website or a pencil store's website, and your daughter was going to a birthday party for somebody who was turning seven, and you were like, I'm going to buy some stuff, what would you get? I would just, before anybody else answers, <laughs> I would like to tell you the story of what I did this morning <laughs> when I was fulfilling online orders. I'm pulling one, and I look up at Caroline, I'm like, God, this is a girly order. <laughs> and it has Johnny's name on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you guys violating some sort of customer confidentiality? No. Only, cool. only when it's Johnny. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte was sitting here like right before bedtime with me last night. I'm like, hey, we got to order some pencils for Chloe. She's like, okay. So we ordered some. Wow. She's, apparently, she really likes silver, so there is some silver stuff. So what did you order, Johnny? I don't even remember. <laughs> um, those, the notebooks that have the word donut, because Chloe likes donuts. <laughs> and Who doesn't like donuts? They're erasers. Sharp real order. original, Chloe. Real original. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Chloe's awesome. Chloe, She's get it together. Sounds awesome. Yeah. But uh, what did we get? The joy pencils and all the colors? Mm-hmm. I think I was pushing Charlotte pens. to get the pastel camels, but she didn't like them. So you did get one. Uh, I told her to get all of them. She's like, "No, no, no, just the pink one." The pink is Charlotte's favorite color, so yeah. of, of course. She bought a red coat. Kind of confused me. It doesn't match any of her other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's like that damn field notes doesn't match anything. Some custom stamped <laughs> pencils would have been cool. But... Yeah, I, I, I waited. This is like a really close friend, just to like for that. Yeah. Didn't we do pencils for Chloe last time you guys were here? I think we yeah, did, she did pencils for her when that day. 
Yeah, when Charlotte Harry... came over here and did them with me. She's good yeah. at it. That's cool. She's very, very careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you if you guys were going for a very girly seven-year-old, what would you get? Like gold and silver, neon? I don't know. Hello Kitty pencils? pencils? Mm. You know, they don't have those at that specific store. Man. Yeah, some specific There's... stores don't really do novelty pencils. <laughs> They're stuck up up there in New York, man. I don't <laughs> I don't know about That's you. I have a. There is a Sanrio store in the mall closest to me. So, <laughs> oh, can, why don't can, you go there for your pencils? Can, then? Can, you, uh, <laughs> can you use your uh, frequent buyer's discount card when you? <laughs> <laughs> my my Hello Kitty buyer's card. Yeah, a punch card or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost up to a to a free like plushie. Uh, <laughs> you are. Oh, my. We actually have a small struggle with that, like during back to school season when people bring really little kids in. They're sometimes looking for like Ninja Turtles or like, yeah. you know, like the Avengers or Hello Kitty. She should get like a literal garbage can and just like throw it back in there. <laughs> <Just> like here. Just <laughs> have like a big. Like basket full of just cedar points or something that just have stamped Ninja Turtles. On the side. Like, Hello Kitty. It says Ninja Turtles. Oh, well, I did. Amazing. Frozen. Let it go. This is Anna. This is Elsa. See, you can sell four packs that just say like Michelangelo, Leonardo. No, I did. I did a set for my cousin's son who is in kindergarten that were green pencils and they had different colored foil on them it said like cowabunga bossa nova pedicles <laughs> i thought they looked really cool yeah i think that's the intro for the episode right there cowabunga <laughs> bossa nova <laughs> yeah so no I, I i don't know i think those um the joy pencils are cool the um yeah, i like the is it the ippo pencils that are like Still wood grain, but still in different colors. To, like, yeah, the ones are really nice. Yeah. Oh, they weren't on the website. Or if they were, I didn't find They were, and I missed them. We don't stock them anymore. We had oh. a hard time with those simply because people frequently thought they were, uh, they thought they were colored pencils. Uh, oh, yeah. So, because they, they, they come in this, like, cute little box, and they're, like, rainbow colored, and people always thought they were rainbow pencils, and you had, like... A lot of problems. I'd like to bring them back someday, but we'll put a huge disclaimer at the top that says these not are colored not pencils. colored pencils. Yeah. Look at what you buy. <laughs> but like we've box. got like the the graphic ones, the zebra. Those are really popular with mm. kids. You a little eraser cap on the end if you like need the eraser. Um yeah. and we do a lot of like the uh like the grip ones. Kids love the grips. Yeah. Uh, Faber Castell ones, yeah. So I'm all done, but Tim's points aren't on the document anymore. I have nothing to add to all these fantastic points you've been ringing up. <laughs> like, oh, I man. Have nothing, I have nothing else. I got nothing new. So, um, a lot of exciting stuff going on. We have so many that happen. I just I thought about mentioning that I got a the Baron Fig Squire in, but you can mention that it's a pen. Yeah, man. You know. Uh, <laughs> We'll type right I did get that. That's like the main. Yeah. Every time I use the p word, it's the <laughs> wrong p word. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, I did get the Baron Fig Squire. I was really excited about that. Um, they definitely sold me on it. And Johnny, you've used or you haven't used one, but yes. Andy, you have, right? Have. And Caitlin and uh, Caroline, have you ever seen this pen? Not yet, actually. I have. Hmm. I think Pretty. when um, you know when the guys were in the shop once, I tried mm. one of theirs. Nice. Uh, what yeah, do you think I, of it, Tim? I like it. Yeah, it's it's way smaller than I was expecting it to be, uh, which is uh, probably a good thing. You know, it's not in a bad way. Not that it's it's not like tiny, but just there's something about the shape and you know the reverse. Uh, was it what do you call it, taper? Like the reverse taper of it mm-hmm. that it kind of gets bigger towards the bottom. That it just seemed like it was gonna be a lot bigger, um, and which made it weird that it didn't have a cap. But then when you get it, you see the actual size. I mean, it's pretty perfect, and it's sort of strange to you know, twist it closed and throw it in your pocket just because there isn't really any other pen that you treat like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it works really well. So it's been it's been kind of a fun thing to just have a pocket. And it already has a, a cool patina uh, on it from sharing some pocket space with my timber twist. So hmm. um, remind, yeah, me like again, remind me again if you got the aluminum or the charcoal one. I got the charcoal. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm definitely happy about. It looks really good. It has kind of a more of a blue color than you see on the website. Uh, so yeah, that's been cool. Yeah, but that Wait, is all. Did I've you got. guys talk previously about the limited edition from Baron oh, Fig? We, we forgot we, about the black box. Yeah, we we talked about oh, yeah. the idea of like the limited edition. Like they have quarterly subscriptions for like everything, yeah. which is yeah. insane. So we talked a little bit about that, and I think like Johnny and I both thought it was a little like. It's like, oh, that's that's weird. I'm, gl- I'm glad that's not yeah. my job. <laughs> yeah. Did you like it though? I I didn't at first, and I'm warming up to it more. Um, uh, well, the the two they've come out with so far have been very yet. nice. Yeah, so yeah. The workplay two and the black box are really really cool books. Well, I the, love the workplay sets. The big the big thing for me was I think that they were doing like squires in, in quarterly editions, and I'm just like, yeah. if you have these custom machine beautiful expensive pens, like the whole point is you're just supposed to you know have one. Um, have like one good one and I guess that's mm-hmm. not really the, the point but in my head that's what the point is so like yeah. coming out quarterly with these like very solid like like heirloom pieces seemed silly to me um, but I'm I'm warming up to just the ideas in general like I it'll be interesting to see like how they how they do it like you know I feel like right notepads comes out with a theme and so do like so do black wings and a field notes you know, they have themes too, but it's more about like the printing styles and like the pushing the limits of like what you can do with a pocket notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just really like trying to figure out what Baron Figs would be like because their whole thing is they, it's very minimal. Like they sort of distill these, their products down to an essence. And so you can't like riff off that really. Well, uh, did anybody else get a black box? Yeah. Edition? Yeah. I, so uh, what did, what did you think? I thought it was awesome. I, I like the, I, I love the concept, like how they, like the little glyphs that they had. Um, like, I don't know how much we should disclose. Probably by now it's fine, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's been a uh, while. So it's all about like mysteries. And so they have, they have three different mysteries in there. Like there's one that we think is the Bermuda Triangle and one that we think is the Sasquatch. And what's the other one? Uh, Roswell. Roswell, yeah. Like aliens. Um, and like... Uh, sometimes when they get like real creative with their stuff like that, I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, I don't know. Oh, uh, see, I thought I, of them more as just like really cool looking notebooks than yeah. the concepts. Yeah, and and 
aesthetically they're awesome. I love that they're the like vanguards. That, like I can't remember what size they call that. Is that flagship size? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, the, so the medium, the the grande size. <laughs> it came in like a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful box. Like there, they did <laughs> the venti. It's not the venti. It's the the grande. Um, it came in a really beautiful like black box. Um, like their confidants come in. So I love I like that a lot. Um, and like they had really good paper inside. But yeah, the die grid's very nice. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. What 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 but, did you guys think of them? Like anybody who's used one. Or seen them? The black box or or yeah, know. the black box. Uh, Baron yeah, takes. I actually didn't get one, so I, I haven't tried it yet. Oh no! So I like how it fit with the work play too. They're all black, so I wonder if the first editions of the pens and pencils will be black. Yeah, mm-hmm. be interesting. That would be neat to see a, a theme across all the different editions, but that would get old kind of fast. So I'm, I'm sure yeah. they wouldn't do that every time. But just have a little crossover now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but would give them yeah. an opportunity to sell their little like curated mixes of things. Yeah. But... <laughs> well, was that funny? Curated. <laughs> no, that, that, that word. Just, that word. Yeah, all the I time. just know. <laughs> I think it's curated. Curated. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, it is. I mean, it they is. came up with it. So it's... Yeah. 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 But... Cool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Somebody enjoying a delicious drink. Yeah. <laughs> well, Can I have some, why, please? <laughs> why don't we get into the main topic? And yeah. Talk about the holiday. <laughs> Wait, there's a main topic. There's more. Yeah. <laughs> Two more hours, folks. Yeah. Go, my girls. Oh boy. No, we should. Um, we should talk about yeah the, the the main reason that we asked you ladies on, even though like who needs a reason, right? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. I I think it's interesting that like on the Pen Addict, kind of their tradition is to have uh, Anna come on and talk about like new things on the horizon for uh, the holidays. And I I especially think it, it would be great to have to kind of make a tradition to have Caroline and Caitlin on because like you guys are at the forefront of like stationary retail for the holidays. So I feel like you you can see the trends. Plus you can like Oh my God, we're trend forecasters. You're trend forecasters. Oh, it's <laughs> a big deal. <laughs> it's seriously frontline stuff. Ninja Turtle pencils are so hot right now. <laughs> the newest pencil is called <laughs> <laughs> the Stefano oh, pencils. <laughs> it's called the Donatello, and it's sharpened at both ends. <laughs> oh. So Tim, do you want to kind of like, like? intro in the premise of what we're going to do yeah so we made it came up with a few categories uh, pencils sharpeners erasers paper and then ephemera is the last one and just uh anything we can think of that we would especially recommend for a gift and i, I would assume that if you all were thinking of it like i was it's a gift for somebody who might not necessarily be uh, a pencil nut because the chance of having two of them in your family is pretty is pretty low unless you're johnny <laughs> but uh but that's you, like a serious your nature question. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, selling my essence, you know, to yeah. make you kids. So, so, Caitlin and Caroline, do you see any like <laughs> any like big overarching like cross product trends this year? Um, things that are are going really well, or something that like 
will bleed over from notebooks into pencils into pens into staplers or whatever. Into staplers. I don't know. I don't know. What's hot in staplers right now? <laughs> I can't say what's hot in staplers, but for sure, I think uh, sets are are a big thing hmm. because they kind of become like this all-encompassing like kit that if you don't know what to get somebody you get them a set and it has a notebook and a writing utensil and some kind of accessory like you're done yeah it's really simple um like we did what we are calling our favorite things sampler um and that's six pencils uh eraser and a sharpener and we put 200 online and sold out in like god like a week a two week. weeks wow. yeah um, and we noticed, you know, Baron Fig launched the same thing with a notebook and you can pick a uh, squire or some pencils. Um, I feel like I saw one somewhere else too, where it's just, you, you like go and you, you pick out, you know, like a kit basically. And that, that makes for an incredibly easy gift. Cause then you don't even have to really think about what goes into it because somebody's already thought of it for you. Yeah. Uh, and especially if you trust the brand, you trust that they've put together, you know, something fun. We yeah, did something I mean, for the gap that we'll, we'll eventually share on our uh, Instagram, but we did a whole bunch of curated packs and we did them by theme. By uh, color. By color theme. Yeah. That's a great um, idea. Yeah, yeah. So like like a themed kit is usually a really, really great place to start. What do you think, Caroline? Um, that's a good question. I hadn't really thought about that. I mean, our our methods for choosing things for our shop, honestly, if we're being very candid, are not at all scientific. Uh-huh. We kinda just pick what we like and hope that other people like it too. Yeah. Um but during the holidays we do think an extra lot about like what is going to make people's lives easier what's going to be like the basically the easiest way for them to wow somebody with a gift yeah mm-hmm. um and so we bring in a lot of like these viarco vintage pencils could not have come at a better time yeah. because that's exactly what people want as gifts like something that for sure the recipient has never seen before especially with this like vintage aesthetic i feel like this is especially like within analog tools in general and stationary i think it's something that has been like, and I say this like in quotation marks, like a hipster thing for long enough now that it's not enough to just be like a vintage inspired thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that it has to be something more like these Viarco sets that are like, like truly authentic and have some sort of historic value. Um, yeah. And yeah. yeah, that sort of stuff I think is becoming more and more popular what? as people become like less and less idiotic about their tastes. What, what I like about. <laughs> I, Sorry, I feel it's like, not offensive. No, not at all. I, I feel like no, uh, pencils have mostly escaped sort of the, like, hipsterization that, like, notebooks and stuff has. Like, oh. we were talking a little bit about this in the group, um, that sometimes things can be, like, fetishized a little bit. And I, I think that happens more often with, like, with notebooks. Um, and, like, I'm trying to think of, like, other, like, little desk accessories. I feel like pencils have mostly avoided that, like... There are some like Blackwing stuff that has been fetishized by people, but generally like pencils seem to still be like authentically used, like authentically appreciated and used like non-ironically, right? See, and I, I tend to disagree with that for really? a couple of reasons. And I think that I disagree with that. And I think it's what ended up turning a lot of people off of pencils is because you still see like not to knock them because I think they're beautiful pencils, like the Rifle Paper Co. Mm. Uh, 
like the sets like that that are really beautiful to look at but not necessarily made from the best pencil you've ever written with yeah and then like the custom pencils i mean the ones we use are musgrave number twos which are good pencils they're not the best pencils out there yeah so like in that instance it's definitely more about the uh novelty of having your name on a pencil than having um that's a true. good writing utensil and i feel like i see that a lot more than i see people like actually reaching out to us because they want functional good pencils yeah yeah but that, that's okay because it's still an opportunity to like uh to get people interested into pencils and that's yeah. why like if you're looking for a gift, that's why we suggest looking at some of maybe the more interesting ones, like the camel pencils, the yeah. craft design technology, you know, even the black wings. There's a reason we call the black wing a gateway pencil because <laughs> it's aesthetically beautiful. Uh, it has a reputation that it deserves and it's a good pencil. Like that makes an excellent gift. I guess I do see a lot of like packs that people put together and people post it like on, on my Facebook wall and they'll, they'll be like, pencil packs with like cutesy sayings or something on them mm -hmm. um yeah. and that is sort of like probably a very mediocre pencil that says like i don't know like pass the wine or I don't know, i'm trying to think of like some stuff. gilmore girls themed one. yeah well, <laughs> some gilmore get get your uh typewriter ding ready for me because um, <laughs> one of my our very dear pencil friends one of our customers who has a coffee uh roaster in idaho and a, a pencil sharpener tattoo hi terry um <laughs> He sent us these pencils the other day that are, you know, just like funky colored number two pencils. They're in the weirdest Wait, shade yeah. of silver. Get ready to bleep this out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it says it's mother fucking pencil time on that. <laughs> That's um, amazing. Yeah. They're, 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 it's really yeah. funny. And they're not... Yeah. Like, again, they're not great pencils, but they're, like, novel. And, like, there's a place for that. And that's why we do custom pencils. Um, yeah. But... Yeah. yeah. That's why we sell the deep. <laughs> too exactly <laughs> we actually do have a, a gift guide on our website that alex worked really hard on called uh gifts to get your friend hooked on pencils and that you know it talks about our sampler pack it talks about like some really really good basics for really nice pencils that you immediately pick up and you know you're writing with a nice pencil yeah uh, oh, yeah. good stuff on there. And Caroline wrote the uh, pencil, the gifts for uh, pencil aficionados. But, but basically, I picked all like the pretty, the fancy, the, the, yeah. the fancy stuff. <laughs> the things that you know, a pencil well, aficionado you know, might not like, buy themselves. It's, it's hard to buy gifts for people who have everything, so someone's got to make a gift guide for that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a great idea. Um, so kind of looking at some specifics besides like actual like sampler packs or starter kits yeah. like what would you say are some good just like just straight up pencils for the holidays in your shops like i i was definitely going to recommend those like those vrco vintage boxes just because they're like not that expensive they would be good for like yeah. a white elephant gift um but they also feel How like you? <laughs> well i mean I, I think they're quirky and fun and i, I think oh. that yeah that's something See? like yeah. I have a problem with white elephant gift parties. I raise my hand. Yeah. Uh, in that the definition of white elephant is so widely varied. Yeah. That you either end up with like total crap, which is what I think of when I think of white elephant, is uh -huh. like something you don't want, or you end up with something like quirky but kind of cool. Like. Yeah. I always think of like quirky and cool. iPhone. Right. 
Yeah, or was that or <laughs> like in the office? Yeah. I think yeah, the office. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, <laughs> it was like a ten dollar limit, and he bought an iPod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess I definitely think of like the quirky kind of a thing, and like to okay, me it so would not be a, crap. Yeah, oh no, yeah. To me that would be like a perfect present, but to a lot of people it'd be like, oh, a box of vintage style pencils. That's very quirky. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ironic. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. guess like a good, a perfect gift pencil. I don't know. I well, really, the one thing that I often suggest to people who come to the shop and seem a little clueless, who are looking for a like an easy and expensive gift for somebody who likes pencils, is always that craft design technology three pack. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. because it has a matching eraser. Like you can do, you can do the matching eraser with the three pack and like maybe something else like for easily you could even do like yeah the eraser the three pack of pencils and like a coom magnesium long point and you're and under you're ten dollars like that's a, that's a really great really impressive easy cheap gift um and that's a that's a pencil that so many people don't know about unless they know about the stuff already mm-hmm. that's that's a pretty sure bet nobody hates that pencil um, if you're looking to spend a little more, but get one pencil, um, we're all really fond of the modern 100s, um, mm-hmm. simply because those are, are gorgeously designed pencils and incredibly well made. Um, and they come in different hardnesses. So somebody's like, I really like soft pencils or I really like firm pencils. There's room to play around there. Yeah. Um, the rainbow paper pencils are another one that makes a really fun really simple gift just you know straight because they're playful and like yeah cute or any of those like ridiculous multicolored magic rainbow pencils oh yeah yeah those are those are good like if you're gonna give someone one pencil but like we also talk a lot maybe because we're all really like crazy about wrapping things and about anything involving paper (laughs) products and pretty ribbons we talk a lot about which pencils are the right ones to tie on top of a present. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still, I've wrapped half my presents and I still haven't decided which pencil I'm using for mine this year, but um, the gold Koenor magic pencils are really awesome for that. Or um, any of like the Karen Dosh metallics, that sort of yeah. stuff. Like, I think that's, that's like a very subtle way of being like, Hey, here's your Christmas present, but also use a pencil. A pencil. Yeah. <laughs> What about uh what about sharpeners? Any good uh honestly I think the the brass sharpeners, like gifts wise, especially if you're not looking to give a give a gift to somebody who knows a lot about pencils, like the masterpiece is not the first sharpener I would recommend. Yeah, the brass Um, bullet would make a really cool, like cool. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like the the one on the key ring, you can tie that to a present. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I mean, there's tons of different options there that are all like all the brass sharpeners from Ducks or Mobius and Rupert are all really aesthetically pleasing, really well made. Um, they don't have some of the machining problems that like the $2 ones have. Yeah. Um, so they tend to be pretty universally friendly. Um, and then like if you even wanted to upgrade a little bit into the uh, adjustable brass sharpener, that's like a really impressive gift. That's Brass and the one with the ring because it's awesome. <laughs> the key ring is just really great. And that I, is one of the oh. ones I'm going to get my slightly difficult to shop for, brother. Yeah, I pull mine out and show them how it's not really gold anymore. It's sort of brown. It looks like a car ran over it and it still works perfectly. <laughs> yeah. And I've never cut myself with it, which is probably going to happen tomorrow now. 
And the uh, we've probably said this before on similar episodes, but the the classroom friendly makes a cool uh, a cool gift coming in all the different colors, and also just has yeah. Especially if you if you know somebody who likes things that have that kind of oh, yeah. vintage feel to it, looks like a throwback. Uh, somebody might get it and be like, you'll show them that it's amazing sharp, and they'll they'll also say, oh, and it looks like the one I had in my classroom. 20 years ago yeah. or whatever. Which that, and it yeah, and we, we carry those. We have them in our store. We will send them to people on request. We just don't have them on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, what's funny is there's this like little dollar store bodega, like literally around the corner from our shop. And they have these $4, like, do you know Miffy the little bunny rabbit? It's like another Hello Kitty brand. Is no. Hello Kitty brand? No, I don't think it's Sanrio. It's similar, it's like, similar aesthetic, yeah. But it's a little bunny rabbit, and they have these tiny, like, com- very compact desktop clamp sharpeners that cost like four dollars, and they do a really great point, and they have rubber clampy things so they don't put teeth marks in your in your pencils. And I'm like, how do we get these? <laughs> and this isn't like. The, the really busty, dingy, like, sells cooking wares as well as, like, plants and fish bodega. Huh. And they have these great, like, $4 sharpeners. I don't know why I felt like bringing that up, but I'm <laughs> just maybe to say that those exist. And so everybody go there for your presents, your sharpener <laughs> presents. Chinese dollar orama. <laughs> Um, what about what about erasers? Like I, I was thinking a lot about like I just love those those magic erasers. Um, yeah, I think those are great presents for like a kid. Um, any other like cool like little gifty something that would look nice like attached to the top of a present or included in with a set? Oh, I was thinking today. First of all, um, next year in the pencil shop, we have. If anyone's been to our store, you know that it is super tiny, but. I will be willing to make people un- more uncomfortable in there by putting a Christmas tree in the shop just so that we can In the make- middle. Yes, in the middle, like a real tree too. So we can make ornaments out of erasers because I was thinking today, like if you run a needle through a thermoplast eraser. It looks like a Christmas Like those thermoplastic erasers from Koinor, yeah. the colored ones that are, yeah. yeah. If you, like how cute of an ornament would that be? Or oh. that would be really great on a on a gift too. Oh my god, um, you can make a little garland out of eraser caps <laughs> yeah, out of like tiny arrowhead caps. Yeah. Or we, we thought about like running running a needle through like the erasers on pencils and sharpening them at different yeah. lengths and spray painting them silver so they look like icicles. Um, <laughs> you could do any of those things and tie them to a present, and it it like automatically upgrades your present. Like your your gift doesn't have to be pencils. The the pencil could be the pencil the could accent. be the gift scent. Yeah, the gift decoration. And that could be your way of secretly hinting that somebody needs to use better pencils. Right. <laughs> like, your handwriting like, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> as far as erasers go, like, when people come in looking for a gift, we usually do put them in the direction of an eraser to go with their set, but it usually depends on the set. Like if they're looking for somebody who's buying colored pencils, we would typically do like a magic eraser or even a sand eraser because those are great with colored pencils. Uh, if they're looking for like an everyday eraser, I mean, we have like a pretty good selection of plastic ones that are really high quality that we can like color match to a set. Yeah. 
or if they want something fun, like the, like we said, the thermoplast come in all those like funky colors and they're like flat and like a weird shape. Yeah. Like, or there's a lot of different ways you could go with an eraser and just like kind of depends on if you want functionality or fun or both. Yeah. Who, um, who wrote in the, in the doc, um, somebody suggested funky blackwing colors. Yeah, that was me. I, I just thought, especially paired with pretty much any Blackwing, especially if you, if you know the person you're getting it for and you say, yeah, these Blackwings are cool and they also love, you know, whatever, green, it, it, they, they all, almost always clash, you know? Yeah. Uh, but in a really fun way. So, like, whenever I see, you know, Brad Dowdy uses I always see him with a, a 602 and an orange eraser. Yeah. Like, it's cool. <laughs> you know, so I just think it's fun. Got a little... So that would, that would match a black ice. Of a, <laughs> I don't know if they want to match that thing, man. <laughs> like the original Blackwing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this was the 602. 602. Oh, the 602, yeah. You could put a 24 with an orange eraser with the black ice. Woo! No, no. <laughs> Ew, that reminds me of my high school colors. No. <laughs> and no, the, those I never thought about that before, though. But those Blackwing erasers—they're so flat. You could put those in an envelope and mail them, like with a Christmas card or like to a pen pal who uses Blackwings. Oh yeah, and they're squishy, so they yeah, won't they won't get messed up in the mail sorter. That's a really good idea. Yeah, this is time for a pro tip. Yeah, pro tip. Uh, no mini pencils and envelopes. Do not ever put pencils and envelopes in general, people. Like that is a very bad idea. They are, they are non-machinable. Yeah, they're and you'll have to, you either have to pay the surcharge or get them hand canceled so they don't go through that machine in the post office. But please do not put your pencils in an envelope. They yeah. won't make it. Yeah. Broken pencils equals broken dreams, as I'm <laughs> Caitlin says that almost every single day that I've known her. <laughs> broken um, pencils. I'm not even kidding. She's not. I would love to tell you that I came up with that on my own. Um, but back when I was in college, I worked at Starbucks and we had a brand of biscotti that on the box that they came in from the distributor said broken cookies equals broken dreams. And I just thought that was really applicable to pencils. Broken pencil sounds like a really like 90s emo band. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, what about paper? Um, there's so many notebooks in the world. Um, right, there's okay. so many, so many like subscriptions that could happen with paper. Yeah. Write notebooks. Write pads. Johnny, would you like to start? <clears throat> well, the best pencil paper in the world is write notepads paper. Their current paper. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, end of story. Right, no pens. <laughs> like, Episode. they literally make something every freaking size. So you can't be like, oh, I need a bigger size, I need a smaller size. Just buy the damn notebooks. They're good paper. <laughs> Our beautiful city and not the most beautiful part of it uh, by people who give a crap. So there you go. There you go, everybody. Johnny's ringing endorsement. <laughs> they're people awesome. Give a crap. Yeah. And they're even remarkably uh, economic. Ten bucks for three notebooks that come in a special box and beat that. Boom. <laughs> yeah, they the way they design those, like the right notepads really do make excellent gifts. Oh, totally. I, I use the ledger as my grocery list mm -hmm. and I always wear this I sound like such an idiot. I take I wear a bar <laughs> I wear my um waxed canvas barber jacket to the grocery store 
every weekend, same day, same time, same jacket, same notepad. <laughs> I put a pencil in my hair. Same I don't bat time, same bat place. Yeah. <laughs> same Caroline. It's time, like same the Caroline. people, like the people who work at the grocery store, know know who I am every day because there's a pencil in my hair. I have my ledger in my left hand. I'm pushing my cart with my right hand. Um, and they are, they make a great gift for a person who likes to be organized too, because I, at least in my household, I feel like probably in most households, like it's the exact right length for a grocery list. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's never a week when I don't fill it. And there's never a week when I don't, when I like need more space. It's perfect. Yeah. Not like those magnet refrigerator ones that are like really those long. Those are awful. I and always like, only need like three lines. And it like tries like- to tell you what you should buy. Like, I don't, I don't need to buy olive oil every week. That's yeah. That's not fair. <laughs> Um, anyway, so if you're, yeah, I feel like right, like the right notepads ledgers are a good gift. Really because they're not, yeah, they're like a, they're a really generous gift because they're not frivolous at all because they just make the perfect list book. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. For your glove compartment. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have one in my car. Their pencils and- are good for lefties as well. Yeah. They're, um, yeah, they're, they're situated so that like. When you're holding them with your left hand, you can you can read the words, which They're is a left-handed pencil. which is great. That's because yeah, Chris is left-handed. Yeah, mm-hmm. selfish Chris. I'm just kidding. Paul South. <laughs> Paul South. Yeah. Plus, they make left-handed notebooks. So, like, how awesome is that? Hey, left-handed friend of mine, I would never know what to buy for. Here's a left-handed notebook. <laughs> <laughs> like, write stuff. There's a on in Fisherman's Wharf in SF, and I I think there's this kind of store is everywhere else too that you can buy like. There's an entire store full of just things for left-handed people. Most of it is just I've left never come across that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel Such like I have stupid Flanders in his stupid left-handed store. Right? <laughs> left-handed eyelash curler. Was man. it the leftorium? The yeah. left hand, he had the left-handed roadster or whatever. Yeah. The, tr- the trouble <laughs> is, is left-handed eyelash curlers. I'm right-handed, so it makes my eyelashes smaller. <laughs> they get stuck in things. <laughs> Oh yeah, like you know about that. <laughs> eyelash curlers. I do really long eyelashes. I have to curl them, otherwise they poke me in the nose. Okay, <laughs> Whoa! Wow, that's a really different problem. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> I think this is the after dark episode in and of itself. It's like the after after dark episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're on Johnny's beauty routine. Johnny's. Henry, Henry and I have a, a common curse of like six inch long. It involves eyelashes. a lot of like finger and arm shaving. Yeah. Like God. eyelash dreads. <laughs> That's when I get a cold. Okay, we should oh. really like we're we're running long anyway. Like. Uh, um, so. I think I feel like paper would be a, just a huge, huge subject to cover. Um, what about paper is almost more over, overwhelming yeah. than pencils at really times is. because, like, there are so many really, really cute or luxurious uh, notebooks that are just super aesthetically pleasing, and they, you know, it's bad notebooks are like, I don't know, it's, they're yeah. even a bad notebook you can still write in. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, and you don't necessarily hate it. Yeah. Uh, Has so, anybody... so notebooks are another one that's a little bit trickier. It just tends to depend on the person, like whether they want to yeah. have yeah. a blank or line. I think or a lot of people have too many notebooks too. Mm-hmm. I think unless, I think notebooks are. I I can think I can kind of equate buying notebooks as a gift to buying perfume as a gift. 
Yeah. You, you have to really know what the other person likes and also what they need. Otherwise, you're just giving them a notebook that is probably going to end up in a drawer. In a pile. Which yeah. will not be touched for 20 years. That's like that's it, it's a diff, It's a difficult gift to buy. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point because I've gotten plenty of notebooks like in the last few years, especially from family members who, you know, because they know my, my interests and they'll get me something like, hey, I found this, thought it was cool and get it. And I, I saw this get in it, a papyrus. Say, what do you think? Yeah. Well, yeah, my <laughs> sister has a shop and so she'll get these like, in, in Portland and she'll get these little notebooks and then she'll <clears throat> give them to me. I'll look at it. And go, oh, that's clever. And then six months later I find it in a drawer. I'm like, Oh, that's clever. You know, <laughs> cause I, <laughs> I just tend to use, you, know, you end up using what you like, especially when you're obsessed with this kind of stuff. And a lot of people and will get you use the same notebook always. So a lot of people will get you one of the notebooks that like the cover is related to something you like. So I've, I've gotten like this doctor who notebook before uh-huh. and the inside is just like not that great a quality. Like somebody ran, Ran it through it like a like a laser printer to put the lines on it, so it's really dark, like too thin, and mm-hmm. yeah, stuff like that. Um, I always used to get the like, like from the dollar store, the monogrammed like desk. Oh yeah, like post-it pads. Oh yep. yeah, like the tear-off ones. Yep. And sometimes those are really like nice to have around. Sometimes they're in like. <laughs> the tackiest i have these like hot pink zebra ones that have a letter c on them. oh my god <laughs> yeah, like the i kind of love them but i also kind of like oh yeah that's bad I mean, my my best my birthday is next week and my my best friend from home from ohio molly she just the other day mailed me a set like a like a i guess i don't even know what people call it anymore like a jotter pad just like mm-hmm. a notepad for random notes that has a pencil on it and has my initials yeah and it's it's um yeah that it's some that's a type of gift i haven't received in a really long time and never would think to buy myself but i was like oh like it might be nice to have a random notepad around especially if it has a pencil on it mm-hmm. um i have to figure out where that came from it was really cute yeah um oh we caitlin and i uh, real quick before i forget caitlin and i just thought of just because I have this thing in my hair right now, which is from this company. This is um, getting off of the subject of paper subject. into like pencil themed Yeah, gifts. but and I, promise, I promise it's worth looking up. Um, we went to Renegade Craft Fair a few weeks ago. Caitlin's mom was in town. The three of us went to this craft fair that's like basically like a more, more sophisticated urban version of a craft fair. And a couple of our friends were there. So we went there and we found this stand. Um, that is this Spanish company. They came all the way from Spain to show at this craft fair. Mm-hmm. There, I'm going to totally butcher this, but we'll put the website in the show notes. They're called Corazon de Galeta, and they make stuff out of pencils. And in my hair today, in my ponytail, I have a little hair tie that has a pink pencil on it, like a tiny, yeah. like, one-inch pencil stub. Um, and they do, like, Morse code pencil necklaces. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you say Morse code pencil necklaces? Yeah, yeah. like they're chopped. It's they're like, like a, the dot dot dash. So it's like little like chunks mm-hmm. of pencil versus longer chunks of pencil. Wow. So yeah. you can like spell something in Morse code, but with pieces of pencil. Wow, that's amazing. They're they're really cool. And the the um, woman who runs this business, Adriana, she um, she came to our shop after we met her at this craft fair, and she's lovely. Um, and they do have a website with all of their products and they're all really reasonably priced and they're just really fun, fun gifts for people who are into really nerdy analog tools who might not need those actual things to use. Um, 
because the jewelry is actually really pretty and especially these little hair ties like i love this little one that i've been wearing it's really really subtle and really cute these uh pencil earrings where it looks like there's a pencil poking through your ear are really cool yeah those are very cool yeah you, it's like you gauged your ears but without the actual like weird gauging exactly yeah <laughs> that's really cool um I, I do know, you know, ceramic pins are are, are in because, you know, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm at the forefront of like enamel, fashion enamel here. Pins. Uh, enamel, enamel pins. Um, what did I say? Ceramic? Ceramic, yeah. Enamel pins. I guess that might be a thing. Ceramic mm -hmm. pins. That's the next hipster thing. Ceramic yeah, pins. Ceramic <laughs> cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> here in San Francisco, we're already on to the next thing. Ceramic pins. They're real no, dark. enamel pins. Um, and you guys have those really cool pins based off of... Um, Oh, who's whose drawing was it? Like, there's the the sharp. Oh, Meredith. Yeah, Meredith's like. Yeah, yeah. yeah Meredith Watke, who uh, was a pencil lady with us for for quite a while. Um, she is an excellent, excellent illustrator. I highly suggest following her on Instagram. Um, she designed quite a few things for us this holiday season. If you're a pencil of the month subscriber, you got a sticker that she designed for us. Um, if you're not, they're on our website there. We have uh, this pins pack that she did with us that we were kind of like, we didn't want to do a pencil pin because a lot of businesses have yeah. already done and really great pencil pins. And we, we did one last year with our, which we still have a couple in stock. We're not, if you are interested in this, I would recommend you buy it soon because we're almost out of them and we're mm -hmm. not doing them again. We did a really big, it's like almost two inches long. It has two posts on it. It's, it was made with our friend Adam Kurtz. Adam JK. His yeah. Instagram handle is Adam JK. He's he's kind of Instagram famous. He's done a couple of like kind of like best I guess selling. best selling. They're they've been like bestsellers on the internet, these like um kind of like visual journals. And he did one that's kind of like a visual self-help book. Mm -hmm. Um and he has a line that just came out with Fish's Eddie, the home the homeware goods company. But um anyway, he did a pen with us last year that's a pencil. So we yeah. we didn't want to do another pencil, so we thought like this enamel pin thing is a really popular thing right now and it's a really inexpensive hobby and a really easy thing to collect like what do we do that's not a pencil yeah so it's a it's a sharpener and it is um shavings uh-huh which kudos kudos to you and kudos to meredith for like making that recognizable i feel like that would be really hard to like do and yeah, pull off that was the one we struggled with the most yeah, yeah. that was like, all meredith yeah yeah, yeah that was all her and, she's very talented and what's the third one an arrowhead um, eraser, bullet. like an eraser cap. Yeah. And, uh, oh, did yeah, you already see that? So there's the bullet sharpener, the shaving, and uh, an eraser cap. That's the eraser cap is probably my favorite. Yeah. yeah that's I put this on my Christmas list, and I'm gonna cry if I don't get it. <laughs> I'm like literally cry. Frankie, I don't know who can help you with that. Yeah, come on. <laughs> who do you think your friends are? Charlotte is a smart kid. She should. <laughs> she has my PayPal password. <laughs> <laughs> That's not yeah. good. <laughs> but yeah, I know like pins are pins are so hot right now. <laughs> pins are so yeah. hot right now. <laughs> I know hottest, uh, I do have my eraser cat pin. Pencil savings. That I love. Yeah. Wit and Whistle does a great one that is like a little um almost like like a Musgrave Harvest yellow um pencil that says draw something on it. I got that one for a friend of mine. Uh, City of Industry does the one that says it's yay. a little yellow. Says yay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they do cute, cute envelopes, too. I have a paper airplane from them, also. Oh, and uh, Weekender Supply just did a tiny set that's like yeah. a tiny, tiny pencil nub and a tiny, tiny shaving. 
Um, that's a really yeah, good one. We need to. What was that last brand? Weekender Supply. Sometime in the next couple of weeks, we're going to do an Instagram of a picture of one of our um, pencil pusher varsity pencil lady jackets with all of the pencil pins Pins. that we own collectively tagged (laughs) so everybody knows where to find them. Yeah. Weekender Supply also has a great uh, ampersand pencil. Yeah. That's a really cute one. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Man, you guys. So, so if you don't want to use pencils, you can at least wear them. Right. Yeah, like seriously, we we know Who's all the all the pencil the things that exist on the internet. If you want to know what millennials like, email us. What's the what? Oh, uh, pony people with the eraser cat. Eraser cat. Uh, yeah. Andy, you have that one, don't you? I do. I do. I'll hail the society of the eraser. It cat. came out in another color recently. Did oh, you see yeah. that? Yeah, no. eraser cat has a, it's green. Is yeah, it green? it's a green yeah. pencil now. Oh man, I only have the pink one. We all have the pink one, don't we? We do yeah. all have the pink. One. I do. Huh. Well, I like my original original pink. But it, so the eraser isn't green? No, the cat, the cat is still pink. The cat, okay. Cool. Um, we should probably uh wrap it up because we're running A, we're running super long, and B, we probably want to talk about the Gilmore girls. What do you mean it's a two oh. hour? <laughs> Sorry, guys. We can blame it on close. <laughs> we can know your people are wrapping presents. They need something to listen yeah. to that's worthwhile and not just like a pen podcast. Yeah. Something the worst. <laughs> the worst. Sorry, Brad. I love you. <laughs> Brad. It's okay. I, my, the number one thing on my Christmas wish list is a pen this year. Well, Can I say that? Oh, yeah. Is that loud? Wait. Maybe. Caroline and I decided uh, before we before we were doing this podcast, we wanted to tell like each of us to tell each other what our number one stationary gift is this year. And both of ours are pens. <laughs> <laughs> What uh? What pens? Um, mine is one that I'm definitely not getting because it's a nine hundred dollar pen. <laughs> um, it's one that um, Greg, who is our rep for Karen Dash, he's wonderful. He's the he was with us when we were in Switzerland in February, and he's one of our favorite people we've ever known. But he came by to visit us a couple weeks ago and brought us this pen just to show us. It's a new one that is a fountain pen that is rose gold and ebony. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's so pretty. Um, yeah. And I've never owned a fountain pen ever. Um, I think if that were to be my first fountain pen, um, that would be a very dangerous thing yeah. because I think that's a very bad place to start. I'll end oh, up like it's all downhill from that. I'm going to be bankrupt in six months if that happens. <laughs> I'll be in a mental institution. We can't have that. So I will not be buying myself or receiving that pen anytime soon. But it is very pretty. I recommend you Google it. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, and mine was similarly expensive, though not as expensive. So hopefully mine will come my way. Which <laughs> is like $400. I know. Joe, well, are you listening? $400 uh, cross pens uh, R2D2 <laughs> fountain pen. What? There's a really great BB-8 one. If I could have both BB-8 <laughs> and R2D2, I would be so happy. It's a BB-8 but... fountain pen? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're actually like really beautiful for because uh, some Star Wars ephemera is kind of cheesy. These yeah. are like Classy Star Wars of them. <laughs> Classy Star Wars. <laughs> oh my. Well, uh, we should probably button it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys don't have your. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Caroline, 
Well, let me uh, actually, let me, let me start with you, Caitlin. Caitlin, where can people find you yourself on the internet if you do indeed want to share that? You know, someday I'm going to really remember this before I do a podcast. <laughs> um, on Instagram, you can find me at kate.elgin. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say, like, don't don't find me on Twitter. I don't <laughs> use Twitter. On Facebook, I'm Caitlin Elgin. Cool. Um, and Caroline and I collectively with Alex, we have uh, the Instagram account, CW Pencil Enterprise. Twitter at CW Pencils, Facebook. Facebook actually is CW Pencil Enterprise as well, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And uh, Caroline. Caroline, how about you? Um, I am on Instagram at Marvels on Paper. I post maybe once every two months, <laughs> but I, I'll try to be better. That's my New Year's resolution. Um, <laughs> so please follow me. I need more friends. <laughs> And uh, definitely everybody, if you've never been to CWPencils.com, which if you listen to this, I don't know why you wouldn't, uh, go there because they have amazing like gifts and new stuff and old stuff. And it's and we're really, nice. really fantastic. And they're very nice. So thank you. Thank you both for being on. And uh, stick around so we can talk about Lorelai and Rory and Emily. Yay. <laughs> and uh, Emily, Emily. Tim, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum, occasionally. Sometimes. Timothy. Timothy. Johnny, mm -hmm. how about you? Yeah, you need to put more pictures of your adorable children on there. Yeah. That's true. Please. Yeah. All the children. Yeah. We want <laughs> <Yeah>. them all. <laughs> I will yeah. heed that request. <laughs> that's something you say. <laughs> it is indeed. Johnny, how about you? So every once in a while, you can find me on PencilRevolution.com, um, rarely on Twitter at Pencilution, and daily and annoyingly on Instagram at my name. Cool. No space. And I am Andy. How about you, Andy? I am uh, at Woodclinched, where I don't update as often as I would like to, but I should. Uh, and then um, Wealthy.com has more contact info. I'm at AWealthly on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, and there's also at Clinched on Twitter as well, uh, which also doesn't tweet that much. So collectively, we are uh, the Erasable Podcast. Um, you can find our website at erasable.us. Uh, this episode is episode 65, so that'll be at erasable.us slash 65. Um, we are on Twitter and Instagram at, at Erasable Podcast. Uh, come join our group. It's 1,400 members strong. We post a lot uh, about pencils and paper, and it's amazing. Uh, that's facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. Uh, and our page is uh, kind of the official voice of the Erasable podcast, which is facebook.com slash erasable podcast. Uh, so thank you very much, and we'll see you in a few weeks. The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com. <laughs>